My name is Sonia Brock and I'm podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada and my podcasts together are called A Storied Life. This podcast is about feminine and female dance forms. Now I've done a little bit of research on this and I have some past history I can talk about. One of the things that got me started, I spoke about in a previous podcast, was a dancer my dad spoke about. He was in World War One in the RAF and stuff he talked about was a lady called Lottie Collins. Well, I looked up Lottie Collins in Wikipedia and found out she wore flouncy skirts and that she kicked very high and people could see her leg or legs. This was scandalous in those days. She was in England and she was very, very popular in the music hall circuit. She went abroad and she danced, and her dance was a sort of a skirt dance, a a kind of a version of the can-can, done as a solo dance with the flouncy skirts and the high kicks. Pardon me for repeating myself, but here's the song. Lottie Collins lost her drawers, will you kindly lend her yours, cause she's going far away to sing ta-ra-ra-boom-tee-ay, ta-ra-ra-boom-tee-ay. And so on. Now I looked up the skirt dance, and apparently even respectable ladies back in the 1860s would do a graceful skirt dance in the parlor, leaving out the high kicks, but perhaps allowing an occasional shocking glimpse of ankle. Can you imagine? When I went to youtube.com to try and look up skirt dance, what came up was belly dancing. And my goodness, the costumes those ladies wear. Aside from being a belly dance, this dance form with the costumes and the pom-poms and the spangles and what have you is a skirt dance. (laughs) It gets around leaving out all the percussive effects with the heels and the graceful postures and the cassinets. When you just look at the costume, flamenco is also a skirt dance. Now burlesque, and that's what I'm working up to, is not a skirt dance. No, the skirt is off, or if it's on, pretty soon it's off. My first husband and I decided to take our vacation just around where we were living that time in Detroit. I'd never been to burlesque and I wanted to see what it was like. Well, I did. We went downtown to this hall that was like an old movie palace. There was even a pit orchestra, absolutely essential for emphasizing the bumps and grinds and for the drum rolls, etc., needed by the comedians for their punchlines. Comedians like Eddie Cantor and Milton Berle got their start in vaudeville, which was a theater show featuring an assortment of short acts, sometimes called bits or sketches. Burlesque was the last shaking gasp of vaudeville. There were actually baggy pants comedians, but I'll get to them in a minute, but first the ladies. The ladies wore pasties with tassels on them and One very talented lady could twirl these tassels in different directions. I wondered if she had a motor or how she did that. 
Each artist that came on as we watched this review a different shtick, a slightly different take on that same old thing, and the music from the pit orchestra was a hoot because it was going boom da boom boom da boom boom da boom 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 as they moved their flesh in different directions boom da boom there goes one hip boom da boom there goes another hip boom da boom 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 a triple pelvic thrust i found it entertaining i wouldn't say it turned me on the chaps in the front row were certainly very interested then they brought out one lady who was certainly well past her prime. Her dimpled flesh resembled cottage cheese due to cellulite, and you felt as if, well, if you poked a finger into her ample thigh, that the impression would stay. She got up there and did basically the same boom-da-boom routines as the other ladies, but it was really strange to see it being done by this over-the-hill person well over the hill but she knew the moves and she just about made it work because she knew the moves now the comedians oh my goodness gracious the reason for those baggy pants is that they did these blackout sketches in which the talent the comedians would set up various unlikely scenarios with these exotic dancers as their foils also known in the business as street men. I can tell you that the exotic dancers were much better at bouncing their flesh around than they were at acting. I never really heard such wooden dialogue in my life, but there they were. They were beautiful, and the comedians just basically carried it. Now they'd get to a point where they were going to do something very, very, very naughty with these ladies. Then they'd reach into those baggy pants held up by suspenders, searching for something down there, and bingo! The lights would go out. It was a blackout. They did quite a few of these blackout sketches. It was part of their routine. The comedians were pretty funny in their own fashion. It wasn't prime-time television humor, but it was what it was, and what it was was the last gasp of the vaudeville comedian. This is Sonia Brock, podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I can be reached on the web at soniabrock.com, S-O-N-I-A-B-R-O-C-K.com.